The Opinion Line. Cork's 96FM. I want to talk a little bit about cheating. Uh, men, women, men and women both cheat. It happens all the time. It's something that I guess it's something everybody fears that their partner will cheat on them. And sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens. And sometimes you can go over it and sometimes you can't. But then some people cheat again and again and again. And there are serial cheats out there. Is it a way that you're made? Is it just something that's, I don't know, you, you have it within you that you will cheat? What is it? Let's talk to psychologist Sylvia McCarthy. Sylvia, good morning to you. Good morning. Are, are there people who just do this habitually from time to time? Well, cheating is the ultimate relationship violation and one of the most notorious relationship killers. And not all affairs are created equal. Some of those relationships are brief, others are longer affairs. Could you get a small bit closer to your phone, Sylvia, if you would, please? Uh, can you hear me better now? That's a bit better, yeah, thanks. Okay. Um, men have always been more likely than women to cheat or at least um, to report having done so. However, researchers have noticed a shift in recent years. 16% of adults, about 20% of men and 13% of women, report they've had sex with someone other than their spouse while married. But among adults under 30 who have never been married, 11% of women report having committed infidelity as opposed to 10% of men. Also, growing number of sites enabling married people to have an affair may indicate people can cheat more easily these days. Yeah. Is it something that happens in a majority or a minority of relationships? It's hard to get a um, definite answer to that if it's in a majority or, or, or minority relationships. It depends, um, you know, nobody starts a relationship with an intention to cheat. So uh, it's really important to look at your relationship and what is causing you to um, start a relationship outside of your um, primary relationship. People cheat because of anger, maybe to seek a revenge after an argument. People cheat uh, because of lack of love. Maybe they fall out of love with their partner, but not prepared to leave the relationship. Or they don't feel loved by their partner. Low commitment, low self-esteem. Maybe they want to feel better about themselves. Mm. Also, maybe because of the need for variety, sexual desire, maybe their primary uh, partner is no longer satisfactory. Mm. or maybe the partner lost interest in the intimate relationship. There are also other drivers, such as neglect, where the primary partner is emotionally distant, or a situation, for example, oh, you know, I was drunk, I, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. People cheat not only to fulfill their sexual needs, but people do that also because they want to feel the passion, they want to feel alive, and they want to be wanted. Is it something that someone who's going to cheat, do they just fall into it you know, as if it's there in front of them all of a sudden? Or, or is there some kind of subconscious way that they're looking for it? Um, again, it is, it is uh, about the quality of the relationship. 
if people are satisfied, if people are happy with their relationships, I don't think there is a need for them to seek um, extra commitment outside of their primary relationship. But uh, cheating is really the last uh, symptom of something bad going on in the relationship and maybe people don't see it or they don't want to see that their relationship is not as good as it's supposed to be because as I said, nobody starts a relationship with an intention to cheat, you know? How bad the relationship has to be for somebody to actually uh, involve themselves in an affair? Mm -hmm. I suppose it can happen once to, to anyone um, but afterwards then it can happen again and again and again why does it happen repeatedly do you think like is it an addiction is it the thrill of the chase or what well I, I, I would be very reluctant to perceive people who invo are involved in an affair as some kind of predators there are certain group of people who may be prone to repeated cheating for example, people with sexual addiction, but if they notice, if they recognize in themselves they have an intense need for sex, it is important to seek professional help. And that is not only the intense need for sex with another person, but that might be also excessive pornography viewing and also excessive autoerotism. Addiction itself is not really about the act itself, because we have different types of addiction. But addiction is about that gratifying feelings we bring on when or shortly after committing that act. So it might be actually the need for that great feeling, that involvement with another person give up. Mm. Are people who, who cheat, are, are they aware of the hurt that it will cause if they're found out? Or do they just put that to the back of their mind? Do they not even think about it? I guess it's different for different people, but uh, affair hurts both sides. It's not only the, the partner who has been cheating on is hurt, but the person who is cheating is, is hurt in a way as well. Because again, what are the reasons for them to actually get involved in an affair? What are they not getting in the relationship that they are looking for outside of the relationship? So there is a hurt on both sides, but it's a different type of pain, I guess. Supposing people get caught and they put the thing, they try to put the thing behind them. Like, is it better to just deal with it, put it behind you and move on? Is that enough or do you need to do more? You know, there is no one right way to deal with an infidelity in a relationship. Again, it depends on the level of commitment. It depends on the level and the skills of communication between the partners. You know, the loss of the envisioned relationship can cause intense rage, jealousy and sadness. It raises also many questions. Should I stay? Will things ever be the same? People have different ways of, of dealing with infidelity. I think it would be recommended and it might be beneficial for many couples who experienced infidelity to seek professional help. Mm. The line between innocent flirtation and a romantic betrayal is often fluid. And many couples face conflict because partners don't share the same definition of cheating. 
For some, anything short of sexual contact with someone else is acceptable. For others, any attention towards a potential rival is unforgivable. So that is important moment for partners to consider, whether they have shared meaning of the relationship and boundaries. Infidelity, the affair in a relationship, may help them to pause, think and discuss their outlook on life. What are their values? Do they have common values? Where, do, where are the differences? When a partner is caught cheating or confesses to it, you know, it not always necessarily means that's the, the end of the relationship. One of the key factors determining whether a relationship can survive is whether the affair included emotional attachment as well as the physical one. So this is go back to the shared meaning of a betrayal of infidelity. Uh, Infidelity might be also important message about the partnership itself, as I mentioned earlier, unhappiness, frustration. Yeah. Perhaps the partners didn't want to see that there was anything bad going on because everybody's got everybody's caught up in the daily, you know, duties, responsibilities, children, work, and so on, so on. So there is no time to really look at the relationship itself. And uh, to decide whether to end your relationship after an affair, I think it's important to ask yourself three questions. Would you want to be committed to your partner if you trusted them again? Have you let go of your anger and resentment about your partner's betrayal? And are you able to move forward? So basically, if we agree to move forward, we don't bring it up with subsequent arguments. Yes. Can you forgive your partner for their actions? And definitely that is the ground for work on the relationship. But I think it's, it's important to remember that rebuilding trust and learning to love again is a slow process. Let's take a fictional couple, Tom and Mary. Mm -hmm. And Tom has an affair. Um, are you suggesting, Sylvia, that Mary should look at herself and ask why he did it? Or does that matter? Uh, I, I would be reluctant to putting a blame on each on, on, on Mary or, or Tom solely because it is important to look at the relationship and to ask Mary, okay, how do I feel in that relationship? And speak to Tom, you know, what are the reasons? Maybe Tom feels neglected or not attracted maybe they don't talk to each other maybe they're not responsive to each other's needs yes it's not only about one person the relationship is between two people and we need to look at the relationship so the relationship it's, itself was flawed not one side or other of it Listen, everybody's different and everybody brings into the relationship their own values, their own behaviors, you know, they all history. So it's not only one person and it is important. And from kind of my experience, people forget that it will actually work on a relationship and keep that spark alive. We forget that we are no longer we forget about the fact that we are still men and a woman in a relationship. Despite of the fact that we might have children, we might have other responsibilities, the life goes on and so on. Mm -hmm. But that connection, that original connection that, you know, got, got us together, very often is lost. 
Yes. The emotional connection is lost. The sexual connection is lost between the partners. But at the end of the day, every man, every woman, they still have their needs. Yes. But if they are unable to rebuild that connection, if they are unable to talk about their needs, they might resort to 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 an affair. You also mentioned that you know if if it happens. You, you try to deal with it, you, you, you get past it as best you can, but you try never again to bring it up. Now, one of the, rela- one of the, 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 it happens in relationships, and I'm sure listeners will nod their heads here, Sylvie, and I'm sure you know yourself. Every argument that you'll have for the rest of your lives, and couples argue all the time, but every argument you'll have for the rest of your lives, the affair will be thrown into the middle of it. You've got to yeah. try and avoid that, don't you? Um... First of all, I think it's important to work on the problem. I don't think it's a good idea to forget about it and move on. Because infidelity, an affair, hurts both people, both both partners. And if those emotions and those feelings are not addressed, they will be boiling up, boiling up over years, over years. And that will be the cause for the partners to bring it up. So it is beneficial and I would um, uh, recommend uh, seeking professional help because there are couple therapists who can help to get through. But it is very important to identify the root cause of the affair and make amendments in the relationship and help to change the relationship to a satisfactory level. And of course, during the therapeutic process, there are different agreements that we, are, we will not be bringing up. It is about the understanding why the person did it, what was missing in my relationship that pushed my partner uh, to an affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is important to address those, those, those emotions, those feelings. And once those emotions and feelings are addressed and there is understanding, I would like to believe that event would, would not be brought up in the future arguments. Okay. Okay, it always is difficult, but Sylvia, thank you very much for your time this morning. Sylvia McCarthy is a psychologist. It's a difficult topic. It's very emotive. Corks 96 FM.